I used to kind of put pressure on myself to be like, you have to meditate today. And then it's like, I don't think that's the point. Like if you really don't want to do it, then maybe it's just not the right thing to, to try. I think a lot of people have this thing where if you're not productive, you feel almost guilty for it. So I'll just make my environment really cozy. Like mm -hmm. have a shower, put on clean pajamas, fresh bed sheets, like a hot water bottle. And when it's set up that way, it's like, yeah. I don't know, I can relax into it more. It's like I'm supposed to be here right now. Welcome to PMP, the Partners in Positivity podcast, where Ashling Burnett and myself, Sarah Harty, warriors of EVP, SVP, DHBs, that's emotionally bulletproof, spiritually bulletproof, divine human beings, aim to wake up and shake up the nation through positivity, humor, and shared wisdom. Before we get chatting to our wonderful guests, I'm just going to read out one or two feedback reviews. And thanks, Kieran Claire. I see there's a comment here on Facebook. Oh my God, tears are flowing. What a wonderful, humane lady. She puts me to shame. Oh, that's lovely. And then we had Jay Aria on the podcast as a guest before. And we have a comment here from Evelyn Jice Kelly. Again, thanks, Ellie. What a super speaker. Sounded like Russell Brand, who I love starting off. For his young years to realize he can be the sunshine is phenomenal great podcast ladies so thank you so much for tuning in and providing us with some feedback so we know how we're going so today on the show we have part three of a four-part series where we are working on uncovering what it means to be emotionally bulletproof so we have Ava Hennessy again with us on the show we're so grateful for her being here <laughs> And we've gained so much just from hearing her perspective on what it means to be emotionally bulletproof. Today, we're going to discuss some tools that we use and some tools we want to share with you about how to change your emotions, how to feel a little bit better day to day. So ladies, let's have a chat. Is there any one, is there any one tool that you feel like you've always kept up for a long period of your life that you know makes you feel better or helps you when something goes wrong? Mm, I think for me, like it was just getting into the habit of uh, having gratitude for the good things because yeah. I feel like when I was younger, I used to really focus in on one thing if it was negative and I, it would go around in a loop in my head and I wouldn't be able to let it go. So something that I still do, if I find that's happening, I start listing off everything that I am grateful for because I have a lot to be grateful for, you know. Having yeah. a, even a roof over your head and food in the fridge and money, like a lot of people struggle with those things. So that's one thing that I feel like I do most days is, you know, thankful even for my friends. So Yeah, I think gratitude is a change of perspective and a change of perspective can absolutely change an emotion or change how your day is going, like mm -hmm. seeing things in a different light. So, yeah, that's something that I try to think of as well, like when a situation is not working out for me to be grateful for what I do have mm -hmm. rather than what I don't yeah what about you Ash yeah Deepak Chopra said you can't be feeling grateful and angry at the same time oh. that's true yeah um so I think it's changed over the years like sometimes you find different ways to do things but um one thing I do if there's a certain emotion I'm feeling and let's say it's sadness or not feeling good about myself and I'm like because it has been so familiar in the past 
I'd say, oh my God, I'm so sick of feeling like this. How am I going to change it? Mm -hmm. And then what I do is I think, right, well, what's the opposite to that? So the opposite to sadness is happiness. And I'd say, okay, so shall I just feel happy? Like, or is it possible for me to feel happy? And then I say, yeah, I've definitely felt happy before. And I just talk myself around like so. That's nice. So it's positive uh, self-talk, really. Yeah. You're working through that in your mind. People mm -hmm. might even realize what you're doing on the outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. And then sometimes mm -hmm. I'd, I'd reaffirm it with some uh, tapping or EFT. Yeah. Could you tell people what tapping is? Yeah, so... Um, there's a lot of videos floating around Instagram and YouTube. You might have seen like a few crazy people going like this. <laughs> and they're basically tapping on the acupressure points. So uh, as opposed to acupuncture where you have to have a practitioner pop the needles in on all your meridians, you can actually learn how to tap on the meridians yourself and to clear the energy. And it's just really good for releasing um emotions that are bothering us and then reaffirming more positive emotions fantastic what i like about the type of tapping that you do is you begin it with actually self-talk like i'm letting go of suffering or pain or grievances and things like that i think yeah. the language that backs mm -hmm. up your tapping is particularly good yeah. like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we know that there is like a multitude of different types of therapy tools sport and um, what else do you do like or what have you tried out in terms of helping to change your state? Well, even with the self-talk that you were saying is kind of mm. something that I do where depending on how I feel one day, one thing might work, whereas another thing won't. And even if I feel really anxious someday, I might think, oh, maybe if I go to the gym and burn it off. But then there could be a day where I'm just really tired and I my body needs a rest. So mm. it's kind of talking to myself and figuring out. Is there a level that I just need to push myself to do that I'm going to feel better after? Or am I going to get to the gym and actually feel worse because I don't feel like I have enough energy to do what I want? And then it's figuring out, like, do I have a rest day? Do I go for a walk? And kind of have the self-care around what I need that day and figure mm -hmm. it out from there because every day is different. And I think sometimes we beat ourselves up as well when, when we don't do something we feel we're supposed to do. Mm. So... If you're not feeling good and then you're forcing yourself to do something that you're not able for, you're not going to feel any better, do you know? Yeah. I know with the with what, what has happened over the last two years with the restrictions and the coronavirus, definitely it became very clear for me that part of my self-care is meeting up with friends and having people to meet on a daily basis because a lot of us were working from home, but I was working from home and I could see that for myself. Mm -hmm. um, I do remember one of my friends coming in to visit me here one evening when I thought I was too tired to meet someone but actually my energy was better after they left and I wouldn't have got that source of energy elsewhere mm -hmm. and I knew that on that particular day so it was kind of like shining a light on how like people who are positive influences in your life can raise your energy as well you oh know? yeah definitely it's yeah. so important and then I suppose even inviting a friend mm. over instead of going out to them sometimes is better for me one thing that I think I've been generally consistent with, but not every day, but it feels like, because I've still kept it up since 2014, was meditation. Mm -hmm. um, I know it's not for everyone, and I know there's thousands of different tools, but I've seen for me before that, 
I, I didn't realize that there was a place you could go to where you could be at peace or switch off. And when I realized you could use the tool for that, it absolutely blew my mind. But it took me maybe an eight week program to actually get into meditation, understand the benefits of it, and then see some benefit from it. Mm -hmm. But definitely I was one of those people who was like, had a, had a mind that was racing and mm -hmm. couldn't settle myself and things like that. So that opened up a place for me where I thought, right, if I'm ever having a bad day, I know I have this place to go to. Mm -hmm. So it put me at ease knowing I had that self-help tool. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And I think you were saying there, it took you a while to get into it because I enjoy meditating when I do it. And it was the same with journaling where I would write down um, things that were bothering me or just to get it out of my head. Mm -hmm. But it's just one of those things that I never want to include in my daily, like everyday life. And yeah. I'll do it the odd time, but I think you have to figure out as well what works for you because what works for you might not work for me and what works for me might, might work for either of you. But yeah. I used to kind of put pressure on myself to be like, you have to meditate today. And then it's like, I don't think that's the point. Like, if you yeah. really don't want to do it, then maybe it's just not the right thing to, to try. But I would do it every now and then. I feel like when um, when I feel like I really need some kind of a release that, you know, if I'm feeling very sad or feeling really angry and I can't let go of the anger, I found some brilliant meditations. But yeah. when it comes to like an everyday thing, it's just not something I've ever wanted to to have like every day but yeah. then I'd go to the gym most days of the week or I'd dance or like that go out and meet friends and I have therapy once a week so yeah I've gotten into the flow of what I like to do and that's yeah. great and it has it been like trial and error like trying different things oh or? totally yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah definitely and even like that me and my friends we're all in therapy at the minute which is cool because we all like talk about it yeah yeah um and it's so normal like to go to therapy anyway mm -hmm. but we were saying how the wrong therapist is a, is a waste because it's almost like you need to have a good connection with them yeah. and if you don't if you don't click with them it's not going to work yeah. so over the years i've tried different like counseling services like since I was a teenager and uh some were brilliant and some we just didn't gel so like the the therapist that I go to now I've been going for over a year and we get on so well that I actually look forward to it because we have a chat you know and yeah. it's not like yeah it doesn't feel like an effort or something that I have to do that's brilliant mm -hmm. great yeah there was something else I want to add there oh yeah for me once yeah, once a couple of years ago, I had burnout and I took two weeks off work. But for the first week of it, I don't think I actually recovered at all because I was worried about being out of work. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that situation where you're like, there's nothing physical wrong with me, but I'm tired and I need a break. And I had a bit of social anxiety and stuff like that as well, which is very strange for me as a extrovert. I remember that. <laughs> that yeah. time of your life and I was even like I've yeah. never seen you like this before you know yeah. I forgot we lived together then didn't mm -hmm. we yeah so that was really strange for me but I remember saying to myself like I remembered five or six things that I knew were good to help like recover and, and switch my state as well but things like um I did tapping I spoke it out I chatted to people about what was going on for me then I really believe in the power of nature. So two out, two days out of those two weeks off, I went off on my own out in nature, like I climbed, climbed the mountain in the rain on my own. And then I went to like a beach on my own as well. Mm. And 
at the same time, my brother recommended a podcast by Blind By where he talked about the tools of CBT, Cognitive Behavioural Therapy. And I just applied a bit of everything. Mm -hmm. But what stood out to me the most was really the nature, being out in nature, refreshed me so much after, because my job was intense and being at a desk mm -hmm. and actually just getting so far away from my environment, being out on my own, having that mental space, I no noticed a huge difference then. So that's something that I always promote to people, yeah. like get out in nature. And get sitting at a desk nine to five is not something that we were ever meant to do either. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, like I was reading a book during the summer called mm. Adult Children of Emotionally Unavailable Parents, because if you grow up in an environment that there isn't any emotional like expression, yeah. you are going to turn out a certain way as an adult or like have certain things that Mm -hmm. you know like triggers or like I said I used to just push all my feelings down and I'd be yeah. you know not knowing how to deal with them so someone recommended the book and I read it but it's really interesting because it has stories from other people in it and like different types of emotionally unavailable people so even if you grew up in a household where you had all the emotional support you're still going to come across people like that in your life that mm -hmm. might be kind of difficult to deal with yeah but there was one part of the book where it talked about nervous breakdowns mm -hmm. and how people have nervous breakdowns when they get so tired of playing their role self. So when you're going into a job that you don't really like, but you have to be happy going in, you have to, mm -hmm. you know, do and say all the right things. Yeah. It's when the role self falls away that that's why it happens, is that mm -hmm. you can't keep up playing that that role anymore and some people just end up doing that to just survive or get through life or yeah. do you know does that make sense that's exactly mm -hmm. what it was yeah. yeah but it was so yeah. interesting and i think like that you'd always hear oh they had a nervous breakdown it's <laughs> it's such a normal thing yeah you know it's like you're yeah. just doing you're tired you know that's it it can just come down to exhaustion as well like mm -hmm. brilliant does anyone want to have the final word on tools or maybe share like is there any one tool that really fascinated you that we could leave with the audience out of all that you've tried? Um, I think for me, it's just knowing what my body needs. Like if I'm really wrecked and I feel like, I think a lot of people have this thing where if you're not productive, you feel almost guilty for it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes sitting down for too long, I'm like, oh, I must get up and do something. So I'll just make my environment really cozy. Mm -hmm. Like have a shower, put on clean pajamas, fresh bed sheets like a hot water bottle and when it's set up that way it's like yeah I don't know I can relax into it more it's like I'm supposed to be here right now yeah and I'll chill out for a few hours and then I wake <sighs> up the next day and I'm just ready to go again yeah. but knowing whether I need to push myself to go out and about or just stay because I work nights as well which can be really draining yeah that's great to so set up your environment mm -hmm. as well if you're deciding to stay put mm -hmm. and rest lovely that's really cool I'd say friends. Friends are the best therapists. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they really are. And then for me, books is coming to mind at this moment. I never read as a young person, really, at all. Now I'm fascinated and it could be one paragraph in a book that could really change your day or your life. Um, but yeah, to reach, to reach for a book as well, and that's some nice time to yourself. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's lots of tools out there to become more emotionally bulletproof even Ava mentioned a book in one of the earlier series episodes of this uh, so yeah tune into the earlier ones if you haven't already thanks for watching us for listening to part three and we will see you again next week 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of our Partners in Positivity podcast. It means the world to us that you've tuned in. We hope we put a smile in your face or made you laugh. Maybe you got a little bit of wisdom from this or hopefully you want to take an action in your life based on something positive you got from listening to our guest or listening to us. We absolutely, absolutely value the work that we do and we are going to continue to bring you more episodes week on week. If you don't know already, we do have a Kofi donation page and it is ko-fi.com forward slash partners of positivity, kofi.com. Feel free to donate and we are so grateful for anyone that has donated so far. Thanks, Sarah. And thanks to each and every one of you who tune in on audio and on YouTube to listen to us, to share all your good energy with us. And thanks for everything that you've done whether it's a like on Instagram, sharing the podcast, nice comment, a review, coming and meeting us in person on our PMP hikes. We just love it all and we are so grateful and we cherish and adore each and every one of you. Thanks so much.